Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? and gentlemen welcome back to the real feels podcast hey it's drew here and nathan this is jackman oh <laughs> i did not even go with it cue demi elfman danny elfman he at least gives us some stuff it's not you know it's not hans zimmer it's not john williams but definitely not john he's a poor man's john williams poor man john Wayne. oh so, how's everybody? Feeling dark. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a bum hollow leg. Bum hollow leg. <laughs> my, my skin's feeling a little loose. Oh, skip. <laughs> <laughs> Hop along, Cassidy. <laughs> uh, where's my Where's my uh, cliche Asian lab assistant who, for half a second, does karate? Well, yeah, he just oh, goes he, through he the knew it too. He doesn't strike anybody. <laughs> he, he, he stri- but he strikes a pose. He was like, he does that, and he's just. And he's out. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. Well, if you guys haven't uh, haven't realized at this point by the one-legged man hopping in the background, Drew, what movie are we doing? <laughs> we are doing Darkman, nineteen ninety. Oh, Fight Sam Raimi's Darkman. Dark man. Oh. <laughs> what made you choose a uh, Darkman, uh, Drew? Over the myriad. <laughs> There's not choices. I mean, there's not that many superhero okay. films so, at all. Did, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, first off, we have to do our, our five year buffer. But I also really wanted to do a movie that was not good. Kind of. Get out of my house. <laughs> you can say that now. I can say that. You can say that now. This is actually a house. Ladies and gentlemen, Drew bought a house. <laughs> I bought a house. This okay. is Monopoly. He we he can charge rent. Okay, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I really wanted to do a superhero film that was not exactly in the limelight, not something that was very contemporary, but also again, we are real feels. We want to do things that we're definitely going to have real feels for, and this is something that I grew up with. I legitimately love Darkman. The concept of the character. I love the fact that it's coming from not only the desire for Sam Raimi wanting to do Batman and got denied, wanting to do the shadow, got shot down. It's a substitute Batman. It is a substitute, like amalgamation of like Batman, a poor the man's shadow, Batman. and then just like a sprinkling of Rorschach. Like that's what you're getting with Darkman. Okay. Yeah. And I loved watching it as a kid. It's a delightful, like R-rated, like anti-hero movie. It's fun. And it spawned two sequels. Well, I think <laughs> sequels would be, would be putting that a little bit heavy-handed. The loosest term possible. It spawned possible. two direct-to-DV or direct-to-VHS sequels. 
The That's... third one being called Darkman 3, Die, Die Darkman, Dark Die. Die. That is by far one of my most favorite titles <laughs> in a film ever. Oh, true. <laughs> go away, Batman, go away. Yeah. <laughs> I think Anna said at one point during the second rewatch, why are you making me watch this? You know what? I like it. I don't care what you guys think. <laughs> I like it. So, it, there's a lot of Batman in it. He ba- even got Danny Elfman, lot. who did Does. Batman soundtrack. Yeah. And the soundtrack for Darkman, it's like they took the Batman soundtrack. They took some of the, uh, have you guys, is it Scrooged? Yeah. Danny Elfman also did the soundtrack for Scrooge, and he like jammed those two soundtracks together. So I wasn't sure quite what I was hearing half the time if I was watching Batman or if I was watching Scrooge, because both are sort of serious and dark and comical at the same time. So I got a lot of like weird Dick Tracy vibes, like a lot of them, a lot of the camera work of the like, like the spinning, like, like when he was going and getting angry and crazy and just like a lot of the, uh, like, like the newspaper kind of spinning and then like landing on like the front page. I'm like, this is straight up fucking Dick Tracy. Like, <laughs> but like with like anger issues. So uh, take the fucking elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Take it. I don't want it. Take the fucking elephant. It makes a. It makes way more sense that this was a big nostalgia film for you because at first, like honestly, the first watch through, I was like, Drew picked this. <gasps> yes. Second watch through, it kind of it kind of started bleeding in. I was like, okay, okay, like I, there's there's more to this than just than meets the eye. holograms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I, I also the first watch I was watching it with just these eyes of like nowadays and I'm like right yo come on you gotta you gotta <laughs> look back and understand yeah. like this is 1990 and Sam Raimi is coming off of the hype of like the Evil Dead you know uh, uh, series and they just figured out how green screens worked and he's like oh green screen <laughs> the hell out of this the intro scene I just. I, I love the machine gun leg on the on Skip the Fake I think that's guy. fun. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fun little ditty. But that whole intro is just so over the top. Oh, like when the cars come crazy. bursting out of the out the, of the, the containers, I'm like, what? They just ran. They were like, make sure you hide the the car chariots and the crates for our big fight scene. <laughs> and like, if you could have them spring loaded to jump out as if they've already been going half like a 60 mile, mile an hour. right? Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a hockey team from hell kind of moment for Chris Donald and Batman. Like, <laughs> and all those people had guns. They are. Did they all get taken out by machine gun leg. Yeah, they are severely outnumbered. How they possibly died to Durant with one gun? The machine gun guy having the the machine gun leg hop along. Susan had no leg, and he's just trying to stand. I, I don't understand how um, Eddie Black's gang decided to. I don't know. Just up and like belly flop on this. How are they possibly losing this gigantic fight? Part so, of me wanted the guy from that does the Allstate uh, commercials. <laughs> I really wanted him as as that uh, intro villain or the intro boss that they take over. You just wanted him to like, he's like, nobody fucks with Allstate. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, and like uh, before it jumps into the uh, the intro and before we jump into the trailer... You have this moment where Durant is starting to uh, remind him the reasons why he disappointed him with breaking the fingers, which... Not even breaking, he's cutting them off. Well... With the cigar cutter. 
it looked like he was breaking some of them because some of them were like all jacked. No, up. he's just holding his fingers down, right, to oh, simulate that, that he, he actually got his fingers off. cut off. Right. Oh my god, I, I totally thought that he was You're just giving like, this movie way too much credit. I thought he was, you know, <laughs> well, at first I was like, oh, maybe he's he is doing like the Mission Impossible, like you know, like where he takes the no, no, the cigar yeah, cutter, which I was like, oh god, that would be so painful and like oh my god it's like Durant's like little finger fetish it's his yeah he has this collection and I but I love the line the intro line where he's all like you know he cuts off one he gives a reason he cuts off two gets a reason and he's like and number three I have seven more reasons and that's the guy's like (laughs) now let's consider my points one by one one I try not to let my anger get the better of me. Two. I don't always succeed. Three. I've got seven more points. <laughs> Con! He tasks me. He tasks me. Really? So the the trailer. The trailer. The dark man. For dark man. Somewhere in the city, a brilliant scientist is on the verge of an amazing discovery. The cells. They're holding. They're stable. Finally, we can replace damaged skin tissue. Then. No foolish heroics, if you please. destroyed everything he had all that he loved everything that he was now crime has a new enemy and justice has a brand new face i was afraid that you wouldn't want me anymore of course i still want you the good news is that i know who's behind our little troubles of late finish it Look about you! It's all mine! He has the power to look like any man. Let's do a boat, not some witches! But he is unlike any man. I gotta tell you something about me. He's a cockroach. You think you're killing? And he pops up someplace else. In the darkest hour. Julie, who's the real monster here? There's a light that shines on every human being. But one. From director Sam Raimi. Dark Man. So why did they call it Dark Man when... The majority of the movie takes place during broad daylight. Especially it for should the have fact been like the melty skin... smoke face man. <laughs> melty smoke face man. And then the skin only lasts for like ninety nine minutes. Ninety nine minutes. minutes. But there's the one scene in his lair where they, they storm his lair where like the guy opens up like a storage locker and there's right. just faces but right. all over the yeah. place. Yeah. But they've been hanging in darkness? 
But, but that doesn't that preserve. <laughs> Darkness is not a preservative for the most part. So no, you're right. It should that should not have made uh, any sense whatsoever at and, all. And I think his lab cat should have like come to his aid and started like attacking. You think so, Sheba? Yeah. Well, to I mean, my side. <laughs> it, it, the lab cat saw the dancing. That freak. looks like the exact. Oh the my gosh! We will get to that. We will get. <laughs> don't even del- delve into that just yet. That's that's gold. That's a gold mine that stays where it's at. That looks like the exact same cat from uh, Pet Cemetery. It looks like Church. <laughs> it might have been the same cat. Oh, I'm not quite up on my cat casting. It's a very competitive market. It is. It is. It's, it's, it's very, very neat. When you, when you go into like a casting call for it, you just see cats that just all look the same. It's crazy. <laughs> no. Okay. So this like superhero kind of you know word that was thrown in there. Superhero, anti-hero. I, I would like to call him. Well, more. at first I went into it going like, oh, okay, like what is his superpower is going to be? And as soon as they dipped him into like the chemicals, I was like, right. oh shit, this is when he like gets his cells, get the powers to like, com- like you said, chameleon into I like- got the power. Boom. I, I like your idea. I think that actually would have been a better but then, set of powers. But then it's like, oh no, no, no. His superpower is that he regenerates kind of, or he has superhuman strength right. well his superpowers come from the medical uh, the medical procedure the procedure they did to to remove his his feelings uh, his so physical fe- sensations he can't of pain feel pain so he has but, like augmented strength because he doesn't know like how his how his muscles are his being adrenaline so strained. is just unchecked his, uh, yeah and with that he also can have uncontrollable fits of rage and emotion but with, through all that he has no, and he's a brilliant scientist, but he has no triage, like, whatsoever. The man is a walking infection. There's no <laughs> way that all those bandages do not get dirty as shit. Well, what does he do with those bandages when he puts the face masks on? Like, does There's he just no, put them over the dirty bandages? Like, it's like a hood. He just, like, well, slips I mean, it on behind and then puts it over. Clearly, at the, at the last scene, when he's up in the sky rise, like, they rip the mask off, and he has no bandages on. So... Maybe they did do good makeup on him when he didn't I have the agree. on. It was I absolutely very, very. Like, when he's grotesque. like hiding from from her and and like shunning, oh, yeah. my and face and like and he's the, and the shadow is covering the, It's beautiful. It's good work. Angel of music. Oh no, no, that's not Phantom <laughs> of the Opera right it's here. It's not Phantom, but it is directly inspired by Phantom. Yeah. yeah. Could I share a small anecdote with you guys, please? For the past several days since I watched this with my girlfriend. Uh, anytime she asks me to do something, like if I get up off the couch and uh, she's like, oh, like, you know, grab me a water or something, I clutch my face and run <laughs> sobbing into the next room, dark man style. And she's like, oh, God, yes. uh, what have I done? What have Forgive I done? me. <laughs> Take the fucking seltzer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Here's your fucking bitch water. <laughs> Does she does she like go off to work in a helicopter and you just scream Anna? <laughs> no, no, exactly. And then I accost her on the street in in, in complete costume <laughs> and just scare the shit out of her. Me. And then I, I bring over a small little Lego set and I say, I built this. <laughs> no, no but, but when I emerge from the bathroom from the shower naked, I do do the. See the dancing tree. See the dancing tree. Just five bucks. Hey, just five bucks. Uh, that was my favorite part. Of the and uh, there is a helicopter in that scene as well, gentlemen. So. Ah, oh, good, good. oh. <laughs> as the comedian Rodney Carrington would say, "Helicopter, helicopter." <laughs> <laughs> what 
is it with diabolical villains and wanting to have a model of a brand new city? And they're and like, this is their plan. He's like, I'm going to ruin lives and destroy homes, but build jobs. And it's always like a crystal model of a city. They did it in RoboCop. They have it now in Darkman. In Zoolander. And in Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a city for ends. <laughs> the whole room full <laughs> models in Die Hard. Right. But that wasn't I mean, the villain. But I mean, it's still, like, you have these visualizations of, like, apparently we can only see the future if it is in model form. Well, and I almost think that it represents, like, that they're not necessarily just doing these evil things. It's just their, like, manifestation of, this is so much better than this crap world that is. And because villains always want to, like, Make it their own. It's almost Robocop ass. Yeah. yeah. You know what it is? They want to play God. So if they can look down on a tiny world yep. that they created. Boom. I built it. I <laughs> built this. My father made me work the high steel. <laughs> Whereas you, you're a man who destroys for revenge. Look. Look about you. It's all mine. Because I built it! I built it! I, oh my gosh. Go ahead! <laughs> drop me! <laughs> but you'll be no better! <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. So, so <laughs> Liam Neeson as, <laughs> as, as Peyton Westlake or Darkman is semi-engaged to uh, mm, well, Francis McDormand playing uh, Julie Hastings. Whew. The local DA. Woof. I mean, she was. She was. A I kept saying Fargo, looking, but but I every <laughs> time I'm like, okay, this is you, not no. Fargo. associate her with like this hard stone, you know, hard as nails woman. Like it's she. She had her uh, her ethics that she had to money. stick to. However, if this was Fargo, she would have shot him. Oh yeah, for a sure, a long time ago. That's what she I was like. sitting here going like, ah. So you're gonna step on the little fella? Okay. And okay. she wore the hell out of some mom jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. If you are going to recreate your face and then reemerge into your, your former lover's life and tell her that you are not dead, maybe not do it in the graveyard, 50 feet away from your own grave going, oh, oh, it's, it, it's me. It's, it's me. Shite-hucks McGoldrick. Give, give us a wee scalping. <laughs> Liam Neeson, I, I was like, Liam this Neeson, is making too bad perfect. judgment calls right now. <laughs> Would you conceivably be Julie? I <laughs> give just, us a tub. I, <laughs> I can't get over the fact that he gets so emotional in these weird like situations, and he's so bipolar. Like up and down, up and down. But he, that's the surgery. Obviously, it. Yeah, it's almost. It almost was too much the first time I was watching it because I was like, "Pick a lane, bro, and stick in it." Like, and if somebody severed my nerves and then put me in a contraption that just spun me around <laughs> in a circle, zero gravity, I'd probably be pretty bipolar. Too. And they just were poking you for fun. Like, Look, he doesn't even feel it. <laughs> and Peyton Westlake sounds like the name of a British person who has a terrible American accent, which works well. Because Lee Neeson is a British person who has a terrible American <laughs> accent in this movie. Yeah. They torch. Why does he not realize that? It's, a, like, it's like a week later. Okay, so 
the time that it's going to take for Doctor his Strange. like his uh, your rags caught on fire. That's when you notice. <laughs> oh man! The, I, I I did the math. Like the time that it's going to take for his uh, digital projection to recreate his actual face is three weeks. It's like just over three weeks. So again, you're right. How does he possibly not notice the fact that his hand is caught on fire as he's like going like skeletal sinew? Uh, I mean, I know he can't feel, but if he can't feel pain, like, how is he going to know that he's either, like, pressing hard enough down on, like, the machine or, you know, mixing the chemicals properly? I mean, anything that's going to be important for him to do his job. So when you were doing the math for this, did this involve you inserting Polaroids into a growing green slot in a a copy machine looking uh, device with lots of glowy buttons and dials? Only when I actually had pictures of the side of their faces and the front of their hands, but not the other side. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Well, I was super confused. Did his hands melt too? Like, did those last only 99 minutes? Well, it was in like the glowing pool thing. And not his again, hands. Not his hands. His head. His face went in. Yeah, his hands the gripped was the the coil. His head over and over again. The guy's hand perfectly fine, which w- oh, well, was like Sam Raimi's brother, right? Yeah, it's Sam Raimi's brother. <laughs> he, he got put up because the, uh, he looks very out of place as like yes. a, a mafia as a mobster, like initiate as uh, with his little scorpion tattoo on his hand. You're not fooling anyone, yeah. Teddy Raimi, Jason Pollux of uh, you know, Face Off, like. Mm-hmm. I, I do love when he's all like, after he shoots the uh, the uh, lab assistant through the head, and then, you know... Some ventilation. <clears throat> some ventilation. <laughs> and Durant, Durant's good. like, good. good job, Rick. Right through the brain. Just like I like you. I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> You're done good, kid. Like You're done real good. Like he's talking to a little boy scout and is all like, that's right through the brain. You, my son, get an egg cream. <laughs> so I read some trivia about this movie where they were trying to suggest that Durant was uh, had homo uh, erotic feelings for for Rick for Rick. Oh, uh, and I was like, that's going way too deep into Whoa. Dark Man. Huh. Yeah, can I get you something? The lore, <laughs> <A> martini, perhaps. <laughs> I know that Larry Drake. I was reading up that Larry Drake actually had an issue with playing the character Durant because it was too violent for him. Because he was Benny on the the <laughs> developmentally disabled. Guy on L.A. Law. Prior to that, uh, he yeah. said it was. He said it wasn't even like playing the gangster. It was. It was the uh, the cutting off of the fingers and keeping them as a collection was too violent for him. He was also in Karate Kid. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he like uh, kind of. Was he the heckles, drunk guy? He heckles Mr. Miyagi yeah. at the beach. Yes. Yes. Connection. Shinehawks McGoldrick. And I, I kind of love how High Spirits and Dark Man have sort of highlighted Lee Neeson's early career for, oh, yeah. for real feels at this point. Holding the torch. Yeah. yeah. It gets, it's, it's a good scalp. <laughs> good five minutes or so. High Spirits was 87? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, this is only three years after. Because this was Liam Neeson's first real action. Like real he's, big role. Yeah, action Mr. Film. Taken himself. He's right. definitely aged, though. Oh, Liam Neeson is definitely up in the category of, like, I'm too old for this shit. I really should stop, but I'm not going to. But, like, I mean, obviously, just three years prior, he's doing High Spirits. And High Spirits, he was a stud. He was, y- like, he was, he was a young in buck. High like, like, whoa. And then three years later, he's doing this, which... He has maybe, the best Bahogans. <laughs> maybe his mm-hmm. his counterparts Bahogis. just Bahogis. not. I just don't feel like I feel like they could have got maybe a little bit sexier of a lead woman. No, no offense. I, I've well, just, I mean, she's an amazing actress. She's yes, was Oscar I, no, winning, I she, but she's. I think she's a little off cast for this because yes. I don't see her as like the the leading woman. That's like yeah, the yeah. damsel in distress. I don't know. 
They yeah. did originally want Bruce Campbell instead of uh, Liam Neeson. I think they this movie would have been hands down much better and much much more believable if it had been Bruce Campbell. I think Bruce Campbell would have excelled in the campiness that this movie has. And even Bruce Campbell makes an uncredited cameo at the end with the, the, as final, the, the final mask yeah. as, he, as he's you know hiding from uh, from Julie and running away. Because at, at its core, this movie is absurd. It is. It it's good and bad absurd. But I think if Bruce Campbell had been able to be cast and the the studio had let him be, that this would have been sort of another evil dead or another um army of darkness which is another movie that i adore which is just so over the top that if you cast somebody like liam neeson who's trying to put on this terrible american accent yeah. it just comes off very forced which is your which is the scene that really like wrecked it for you though like you're like okay i think this is too much it didn't wreck it for me but it really showed its true grit for the movie is the scene where he he grabs ted raimi and he's got him in the manhole and like it's like they've got him on a platform and they're it's just like ragdolling him it's like indiana around the manhole was that like indiana jones coming? where like the melting of the faces like when they're like yeah. oh like ah! or when the tank goes over the side yes! unless you're yes! like that's obviously a doll that's <laughs> a mannequin it, i mean he's down below in the sewer and he's all like i told you everything i don't know Oh, I know, Rick. <laughs> but let's pretend you didn't. And then let's <laughs> ragdoll you up to the top. Out through the top. We got to get a ragdoll and there's a car coming in. We're ragdolling and we're ragdolling over there. Oh, the car got him. And then finally, I mean, not even a car. It was like it was like a semi truck didn't stop cl- uh, clear enough. I wanted him to like get hit and then take the body down and then just suddenly be all like, what have I done? I was not expecting that. <laughs> what have I done? Stupid people. My hand. They took my hand. <laughs> the hands talk back. What's wrong? Isn't this what you wanted? <laughs> what? Julie's <laughs> not here right now, Mr. Peyton. <laughs> because if I had just killed my first man, I would have retreated to my lair, ripped a water pipe out of the wall, and then retreated to my smashing corner. <laughs> Where there is just lots of things set up for me to rage smash through. Put on just some, really work through it. Put on just some really footloose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Start just dancing out. Well, there should have been a chain at the end. Yeah. But. <laughs> I'm <in> a hero. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Julie shows up. Peyton, what are you doing? Why is Billy Elliot on? <laughs> dance, Peyton, dance. Don't look at my face. I think one of the scenes that was a little bit too much was when he went to Chinatown to get the extra money from God. What was the what was the contact's name? Like Chow Fat or like oh, I can't remember the Asian guy's name that he when it, but he walked in. He's all like, what? So good of you. To favor me with your venerated presence. Oh, Wobbert. Good old fashioned <laughs> white 20th century <laughs> casual racism. Oh my gosh. For me, the, the helicopter. Hung Fat is the guy's name. Hung, Hung Fat. fat. <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, let's just, just pour it on, guys. Might as well. I feel like the helicopter was just way not needed. I mean, when, it, the, green, when the green screen wasn't there, it was. 
It was kind of neat. It was fun. But, like, I felt like Sam Raimi was just like, can we, we've got to have a helicopter, and he's got to be, like, hanging from it, and we got to, fl- we're going to get some great shots of him flying it's around totally the city. totally not going to look like a harness. No, it, it's going to look like he's just hanging on for dear life, and he's going to smash into some, some, uh, skyscraper windows. Excuse me. Whoa! Excuse me. Like, and then gauze-covered hands gripping a wired cable. That's what he's that's what he's holding on to. When he, when he unloads with like the M60 machine gun and the helicopter I was like, "Well, that helicopter's dead." And then he's like, "Oh, well, we got to finish this off cuz now the the guy's shooting at me." I was like, "You didn't kill him with the machine gun the first <laughs> the belt-fed machine gun the first time?" You, uh, the, well, let's get out grenade the, launcher. Let's get out the grenade launcher cuz that's going to be way more accurate between two flying helicopters. <laughs> or when or when Durant takes the uh, takes the machine or the grenade launcher has to look at the cop helicopter and say, no more Mr. Nice Guy, no and then blow it up. Mr. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I did like when they were leaving the Chinatown after Darkman impersonates Durant to get the money, and as he's leaving, Durant is being freed from being supposedly framed by Darkman for robbing a convenience store. But I do love the Hispanic, like... You know, sidekick. side man, sidekick who sees them both in the in the revolving door, and he's it's not like, like the Batman meme. You, uh, right? Spider Man, exactly. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he stops, and he's all like, "Oh my God, there's two of those sons of bitches. Which one's the real Durant?" <laughs> and when and they have that the moment. biggest gun that like no one is like screaming or running from, he's just blatantly pointing it. And mine says Desert Eagle point five oh. But when replica. But when Peyton is running away and his the face is melting for his Durant mask, you can obviously tell that like the smoke is coming, coming out of his sleeve in his yeah. hand and it's just oh god, it's so campy. It's so bad. <laughs> Although when you can actually see like the face, the special effects, the practical the, effects the bubbling. The, face, the bubbling is that's fun. That was that's really good. Just kind of that fun was. to watch. I mean the first one when he's at the carnival and it's bubbling and he's just like Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he runs away. The carnival. The carnival. We got to talk about the carnival. Let's talk about the carnival. Oh, take God. the fucking carnival. <laughs> <laughs> First off, that uh, that carny was kind of a dick, but as that, carnies uh, are wanted, as you, carnies are wanted. And if you have an hour and thirty three minutes, right? That's yeah. It's an hour. Actually, the movie is an hour and thirty six no, minutes. The, the, uh, the mass. The mass. It's like a hundred. Oh, sorry, ninety nine minutes. A hundred minutes. Something like that. I, I wanted. I wanted the movie to be exactly ninety nine minutes long, just uh, like the time. Yes. But they're, they're short by three minutes. Oh well. They could have filled in a little bit. Yeah, just put, you might as well go the distance. Trot out Frances McDormand and her mom jeans. We're doing this. But it's weird that he is like, yeah, let's go to the carnival and let's like date right now. Spend a day together. And let's just, you know, like how shady do you look when you're like, hey, it's, I'm Cinderella. I got to get out of here in like an hour and 30. Like, and we're not going to hook up. We're not going to do it. And it's like, oh, where are you running off to? Oh. Uh, the therapy later his whole gaslighting of her as to why he can't hang out with her like his oh my therapy go back and yeah. therapy like that don't see me there i don't want you that's to... pretty thin that's flimsy and it's not like he's actually been gone that long even like the being you know exploded and shot out of the lab landing in the river and being shot out of the lab like a cannonball <laughs> oh man <laughs> i mean <laughs> those blue is, eyes which is possibly as you said before like one of the funniest gifts to watch over and over again. But he hasn't been gone that long. Like, maybe. Maybe a total of five weeks. Yeah. That's it. But he's acting like they're going to be, like, reconnecting, and he's been gone for years. Like, that's I, like the moment when he's standing in the graveyard, and he's all like, Julie, it's okay. 
Oh, it's God. me, baby. <laughs> it's me. And she's Papa's coming home. It's terrible timing, Dark Man. Yeah. Wait for her. Wait for Okay, she's putting the rose down. Okay, now, now is my time. Now is my time. They should have had a picture of him on the grave, like, waving hello, and then they pan up, and he's just like, Julie. Like, same pose, same way, same, same outfit. outfit. <laughs> then does the double take, pulls out a gun. I don't know which one the real, which real you it is. <laughs> I, I almost wanted like Harvey Harvey Firestein to be like a special guest in the movie, bringing him faces and just being like, "Careful with her. This is an old lady. Be she's delicate." <laughs> so the carnival, the carnival. <laughs> he he obviously wins. And, yeah. And what the heck? Like, I'm sorry. This is the part that I was kind of like, dude. Heck yeah! Like, give him get, the elephant. Get pissed, man! Like. I'd be pissed too if the carnage is like. But it immediately mm-hmm. goes from like bending back the fingers, like. Yeah. It I goes mean, from like a one to that. a one to a five, and then immediately from like from a five to an eight, and then an eight to a, like a nineteen. But yeah. not before a fifteen-second rage montage, <laughs> which I sort of did love the rage montage. Like Kill Bill style, I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and she, like, I'm sorry, she takes that way better than I thought. Oh, like him if, breaking the fingers and throwing Brooke him? If saw me physically mangle someone over a freaking elephant, she'd be like, oh, I'm she with takes a psychopath. a lot of things way better than we thought. Like, the whole you premise. So? No, you're going dark yeah. with that. <laughs> but no, the whole premise and like, well, where's this hospital? Oh, I don't want you to see me. Eh, like, don't follow me. Yeah, don't no. follow me. <laughs> Peyton. I could have helped you. <laughs> Peyton. <laughs> oh, oh. The, the, mem- the memorandum. <laughs> but the villain is, in a weird way, probably my favorite part of this whole... <laughs> is he really? He, he's so campy and so tropey. Louis Strack Jr. Oh, let's leave this... Played uh, by Colin Frile. Let's leave this uh, uh, coffee-stained uh, piece of evidence on my desk. Out in the open. easily found. <laughs> yeah, oh, Julia. I'm you sorry found you that, had to find you? that, Julie. Yeah. I'm sorry. I guess you're going to have to handcuff me and take me in, aren't you? Uh, oh, that you don't like that guy. Like he... Julie, come here. So take a look at this, Jules. What do we see? The future. That's you a... and I, Jules. My dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's the weirdest, like, come-ons to her. And she's like, I'm like, is she bo- Is she into him? No, I don't think she is. Well, even when he's she's... no Peyton Westlake. No. Uh, he doesn't but have even any... when she's upset, like, at the party... You know, he was always like, Let's "What did you? What did you think about memorandum?" I don't want to talk about it. I'm sorry, Jules. That was insensitive to me. But you know what can fix that? Dancing. Come here. <laughs> he pulls a Fiero from <laughs> Wiccan. Like, Let's dance. Let's dance. Yeah, like whoa. Uh, that now. Oh, they would have had a just a whole on musical number right then and that there. That would have been weird. Wow. You feel yes. that against your weight? <laughs> it's high steel. I built it. <laughs> <laughs> How are your kids? They're fine. You have no kids. Oh. <laughs> so we're obviously getting towards the end, where uh, where he is like dancing these like this like quick motion. Like I'm gonna get you on high steel. I'm singing in the steel, <laughs> just singing dancing on in the, the high steel. steel. But it's 
the weirdest game of cat and mouse. Okay, it is the weirdest so game close. of cat and mouse. Okay, thank you for being talking about like they're so close. He is point blank range with like this industrial oh, bolt gun, oh, and he yeah. misses every single shot except for the one that the hand <laughs> it guides the hand, and that's the whole like rage moment, and then he rips it out again. How do you miss? How so, do you miss less than like a foot away? When Darkman is swinging on the cable through the air as he's being shot at with a ribbon gun to like kick him, mm-hmm. I really wanted him to take a rivet in the gooch. <laughs> <laughs> like I just wanted like like a little comedy split second like thump. Oh, <laughs> what's well, not? It's not like he would feel it. Dark gooch. <laughs> Dark gooch. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Uh, just the sequel. My taint, my taint. What have you done to my taint? <laughs> what have done? Jesus. <laughs> in the sequels, does he go and like fight crime now? So in the sequels, it's no longer Liam Neeson. It's um, the I, guy fr- from... I, forget, I forget the guy's name, but he plays Imhotep in yeah, uh, the I'm, Mummy. That's the only thing we really know him yeah, from. That's, I mean, that's that's really his like true that you know, claim to fame. Uh, <laughs> he knew Setna. He knew Setna. He doesn't do like half a bad a job, and but they do also bring back Durant, which is a lot of fun. And Durant is <laughs> actually, so. in my opinion, he's a little bit more uh, violent, but he still does the whole, you know, you screwed me over, I'm gonna mess with you. Like in one of the, I think it's the Return of Durant, the guy, a guy's been like stealing. Dur- oh, so they claim that he was in a coma. Okay, mm. so that's that's him coming back. So while he was in a coma, the from guy the like, helicopter, yeah, from the <laughs> helicopter explosion, he was in a coma. The guy, like, stole money, so he clubbed him in the face with a golf club, and then they strapped him to the golf cart, and that drove over. And then, like, he has this stupid line as the cart falls and explodes, and he says, like, always replace your dibbits, boys. And then they walk away. I sort of think that for the next (laughs) anniversary episode, I would rather do Darkman 2 or Darkman 3. No Tremors? Maybe give Tremors a... A little rest, just send out the rest. pasture. You know, I'm okay with making bit, this. It'll, it'll come back. It just will feed on some of the. Haze. Is that is, like? Is, could that be the new tradition? Bad sequels. If we get, <laughs> tell you what, if we get 500 downloads on this, this is this becomes <laughs> this becomes our like mid season anniversary. You want 500 downloads just for this? Just for this one? Yeah. So there's your challenge, there, folks. Uh, if you don't want another Tremors movie, uh, chip your dishes, chip your plates. That's what Drew Hallam hates. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and download Darkman, and we'll do Darkman 2, The Return of Durant. I'm happy either way. <laughs> she was like, I win. <laughs> I win no matter what. Say <laughs> oh. the dancing freak. What am I? What am I? Hmm? Some kind of a circus freak? Is that it? Is that it? Some kind of a freak? Maybe I should be wearing a funny little hat. You like it? Yeah, yeah. See the dancing freak. Pay five bucks. This is the dancing freak. Only five bucks. Pay five bucks. Weirdest thing. So weird. Wait, who else does he have to talk to except for like the cat and the computer? The computer that keeps repeating everything in like a high pitch, low pitch, you know, distorted voice. And the holograms. You can't talk to the holograms. Maybe, yeah. maybe he could. He can watch like the process of it being uh, rebuilt, but and the the software rendering. Oh, it's so 
Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, I love it. Input. <laughs> Input. <laughs> Face not found. Face not found. <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, so are we getting ready for Segamantes? Segamantes? Yeah. Segamantes. True. Hey, these are my segments. I think this is fun. yours. Take the fucking segments. Take the fucking segments. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the first one is called a face-off. Mm-hmm. What face of what famous person would you make a mask of to go out and disguise yourself for those 99 minutes? You want me to take it Get first? Get a jack, yeah. Uh, I can sum it up with one quote. Bullshit, mom! <laughs> I almost said you cannot pick Nick Cage because it's face-off. You can't do John Travolta no, no, or Cage. No, no, it has nothing to do with face-off. Oh, it's just straight Nick Cage. <laughs> okay, touche. Just straight up Nick Cage. Okay. Yeah, no, it would... Give me the opportunity to just go around public and just act batshit crazy. And people would be like, you can't do... Oh, it's Nick oh, Cage. Nick Cage. Oh, it's Nick Cage. Yeah, no, yeah. He's probably getting into a, a new role for like the 10th movie he's making this year. He makes a lot of movies. He makes a lot of crazy. movies. Crazy. He bumps so, them out. Was it? I think it was New Year's Day. Uh, Drew came over. We had another buddy over, Cody. And uh, we did a Nicolas Cage movie marathon oh, God, of whatever yeah. Nicolas Cage movies were on Netflix and they were all terrible. They were all so bad. Aww. So at the end of the night everyone was like oh that was terrible. Oh this is awful. Do it again next year? Do it, yeah, yeah, yeah do sure. it again next year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them like was we thought it'd be promising because it had like William Defoe and Nick Cage and then some other rando but that was probably was that called Dog Eat Dog? I think it was Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was probably one of the weirdest ones Except for the one where it was like a dystopian future, and he had to go out and check and... Yeah. But Doggy Dog was when he turned into like the, the 50s Rat Pack guy yeah. at the end during his like death dream sequence. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. Move on. <laughs> well, my... Uh, I, I thought pretty long and hard on this. Uh, I went a couple different routes, and I was like... I started, you know, kind of pruning those bushes. I was like, no, that's not going to work. No, we could do this. No, no. Finally settled on Keanu Reeves. Because, mm. any, I'm sorry, but mm. anyone that has a subreddit called Keanu Reeves, your, blank your name, is awesome. I would love to walk around as Keanu Reeves. Uh, I mean, I named my kid, damn near after him, you know, his middle name is Reeves. So, so yeah, I would love to be Keanu Reeves for a day. Or for at least 30, you know, 90 or just don't kill any dogs around Nathan. Yeah, no going way. Going full Keanu. Yeah. <laughs> guns. Lots of guns. Mm-hmm. So yeah, true. So uh, I was trying to keep into consideration of who to possibly go around be disguised as, and I noticed that also maybe the limitations of Darkman's like dressing up don't necessarily apply to the physicality of like who he actually is. It doesn't matter if he's as tall as the other person or anything like that. But I would make a face of Jack Black and just go around and just be goofy as hell. Don't you do that already? Ah. You're already Jack Black. You're Jack Black inside. (laughs) Jack Black inside. It'll be fun. Go like fake a Tenacious D concert. The magic (laughs) is inside of you all along. (laughs) (laughs) The mask did nothing. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to take it, but I'll order it from Zanzibar. (laughs) Oh, man. When you look at his like portfolio, he's done a lot of He really has. I love Jack Black. He's a great guy. I, I like him a lot. Any honorable mentions? No. no. I had one, and that was Gerard Piquet, and I'll give you the backstory on why I picked Gerard Piquet. Because Gerard Piquet is uh, for Barcelona, plays uh, soccer, and he's married to Shakira. And I 
look a lot like Gerard Piquet. So once I've infiltrated his life with, <laughs> with Shakira, follow me, follow me. <laughs> Forever. Forever. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Forever. Hips don't lie. So I <laughs> I insert myself into his into her life with a couple of masks, you know, and I, I just mix it up. My own face, the mask. My own face, the mask. Because I'm not that far off. And oh, she's slowly like, and surely. You're trying to Pavlov Shakira? She's yeah. like, God, babe, I feel like you just look so different, but not different. Oh, it's I'm a new like, shampoo. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm Gerard Piquet. Now, are you going to be Liam Neesoning a bad Barcelonan accent? Oh, yes. No, I'll be just got off. Sold. Good. Good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's a... Uh, <laughs> That's my my honorable mention, Gerard Piquet. I already look like him, kind of. I'm gonna start sending you Shakira gifts now. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, All right, next segment. Mm. Okay, so uh, next segment is rage. Oh yeah, Darkman has a few triggers that set off his anger. What triggers would set you off? Oh, I'll start this one off because right <laughs> this, this literally just happened before I came. Okay. I was at Chipotle, and this happens mm, every other time, every second or third time at Chipotle, sometimes, you know, in a very good pattern. I cannot stand it when I am ordering my burrito, like I always do, and I get to the meat section, and I say, yeah, I'll have steak, and they take the spoonful of meat, and they pop it on my burrito. Right before they do it, they clank, and they clank off half the fucking steak and then put the little bit of steak on there and i'm like why would you why would you knock off more meat for why i'm paying you money from manager he clanked me he clanked i can't handle the clank (laughs) hate the drink yeah i hate when when they do that (laughs) i hate it one of the things i absolutely cannot stand and unfortunately, it is one of those things that I uh, I almost deal with on a daily a daily basis at work with my students. The child, the, the, the children. Willow, Willow, Willow. The baby. Hi. <laughs> we collected those students in the forest. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, So I absolutely hate if if they're asking me a question and I. Whatever, like, the circumstance being, and I cannot hear them. Mr. Hallow. Maybe, right, like, <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll come back, like, ten seconds later, and I'll be like, okay, sorry, what uh, what was your question? And then they're like, never mind. <laughs> I cannot stand that. I cannot stand it when you ask someone, when someone's clearly, like, taking the time, deeming that you are important enough to ask a question to, or whatever, like, you know, like, you seem relevant to the cause... You couldn't hear them, or maybe you couldn't get to them in the manner of, like, the moment that they wanted you to. You finally get back, and you're like, okay, cool, what's up? No, never mind, it doesn't matter. I hate it so much. (laughs) Uh, So for me, it is, um, it's, I'm not sure if it's just straight up rudeness, or it's just lack of situational awareness out in public. Uh, I was at uh, Aldi the other day, and we were in line, uh, girlfriend and the kiddos, and uh, I forgot I needed eggs for a recipe that I was, I was making that night. So I was like, you know, just go. I'll come back through the line. I'll go grab the eggs. So I get back 
and I've got to, you know, they've already gone through and paid. I've got to wait in line again. And there's this girl who pulls up behind me with her cart and she's having a loud public conversation with her phone on speaker. Like, don't make me participate in your life. I don't, I don't need this. And part of me really wanted to just put music on my phone on speaker. Yeah. <laughs> right there in front of her. And then wait for her to be like, what the hell? And be like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought we all got to be rude today. Ooh, baby, I love But like, the girlfriend's waiting. The kids are there. I didn't want to set a bad example. And I just, I, I hate that. Or people who play their, their music in like public off their phone with no headphones or speakers or walking into the lunchroom there's one one. there's one girl who will watch a show in the break room during lunch break with no headphones like nobody wants to hear friends in the background (laughs) during their goddamn lunch get some headphones or i was on an airplane and a guy was had bought the internet and was streaming basketball on his phone while Ooh. I'm reading right on the front of him. on the plane on the plane and it's basketball so there's whistles and there's the there's the screeching of the shoes on the court uh-huh. and so I got up at one point because I couldn't read any longer because I couldn't concentrate and I was going to put on an audiobook or music so I get in the overhead bin as I'm grabbing my headphones out I look down at him and I go I'm getting my headphones out can I get yours out too <laughs> and he's like <laughs> and he looks that. at me and he's like my parents are just like they give you free headphones? I was like, no. <laughs> they don't. But if you have headphones, you you should use them. And he's like, oh, is this too loud for you? I was like, yeah, it, it kind of is, man. I'm Hold sorry. on. Let's ask the freaking plane that we're on if this is too loud. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I'm, I'm of an intimidating height and size. And I can get away with that shit sometimes. But I, I don't want to. Don't make yeah. me do this. Honorable mention, children watching Endgame. <laughs> in the theater yeah yeah Jack i didn't, I didn't I want to bring it back up because it was too <laughs> fresh <laughs> sorry too, too, fresh. too soon too I soon mean, even even children in in-game how about just like anybody who is going to be a disturbance during the opening weekend of a film or yeah or even like the first two weeks of a film if it is something that people have been waiting for that like this is this culminating event you should learn to shut the fuck up open your drinks open your drinks your snacks early and don't be a nuisance and and listeners at home who are parents that are thinking about taking your kids to see Endgame or really any movie, show them a movie that's 90 minutes or two hours long first rather than three and show it to them at home and see if they can get through it because without, three hours. without being a distraction the entire goddamn time. Right. Yeah, it, Don't make I, me do your parenting for you. And I cringe <laughs> thinking that like I never and I, I don't think a lot of parents want to be that parent. Because trust me, it's my goal in life to like, if, if Ethan's crying or something's going down, I don't want to be there. I want to remove myself and my child from the situation because I don't want to be that person. That person. And yeah. If you can't afford a babysitter or you don't have a family member that can watch the child then for you, then you wait yeah. for the rental. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Enough said. I'm going to I'm gonna add another honorable mention. Uh, people who chew with their mouth open. I can do that sometimes. I hate it. There was a kid who used to be at the game shop. He it wasn't even chewing. It was almost like chew smacking. He was just insert that for half of the things. Did that... they call him Pizza the Hut? <laughs> <laughs> no, boss, you taste great. <laughs> game stores are notorious for just the the dregs of of kids <laughs> playing magic that I just remember all the time just thinking. Oh, 
just Take say shower. The, Come the, on. Just saying the name Game Store, I can smell <laughs> Game Store. Taste it. And it's like Cheetos, farts, body odor, and broken Onions. dreams. <laughs> you're you're smelling not so much I, I would I would disagree not so much like the magic crowd. You're smelling the Yu-Gi-Oh crowd. Oh. Oh, oh shots. You are, <laughs> well you are, done. You are smelling the Yu-Gi-Oh crowd. Because uh, even the Pokemon kids, they're at least showering before they come. They're, oh, right. Because, like, because no, 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 you are not going to be one of these kids. Because uh, at least Pokemon, like here in town, I know that at Paladins, it's always like on a Sunday normally. Or They I just mean, got out of church, Sunday. so they, they shower. Right. Or, or at least, you know, sometimes at least on a Saturday midday. But it's it's normally like younger kids. So parents are going to be responsible and like bring their, you know, kids bathed and, you know, at least partially fed. So uh, Darkman segment number three. <laughs> Darkman segment number three. So, Team Up. Team Up is uh, kind of inspired by the comic run of Darkman and Ash from The Evil Dead. So, it's Darkman versus The Evil Dead. The uh, the Necronomicon pulls Darkman into the world of Evil Dead because he res- because the Necronomicon resurrects Durant. So, he has to team up with Ash. Klaatu Verata. <laughs> <laughs> so, the idea is... Pick a uh, superhero or anybody from anywhere, honestly. Who would you have Darkman team up with? Started off, Drew. Okay, you know what? Someone who is right around the same, like, villainous mentality of this world is filled with, you know, degenerates and it should be cleaned. Bad hombres. I want Darkman to be teamed up with Rorschach because I think that would be awesome. Two Two men covering their face. Do you think there'd be any balance, though? Like, I think there'd be a balance. They wouldn't hold each other accountable at all. I don't think they would need to. Nathan. Oh, okay. All right. Touche. They're not locked in here with us. <laughs> We're locked in here with them. Yeah. Because Darkman is, you know, he's everyone, but he's also no one. He's everywhere. Except a guy in like a Civil War era trench coat in broad daylight just swarthed in bandages. <laughs> that, he, that he stole from an alley. What yeah. you got? Um, so I don't know how they would uh, meet. I don't know how they would. Oh. Uh, what, uh, what is this episode brought to us by, Tonight's uh, episode of Darkman is brought to us by Strike Brewing Company NorCal California Kolsch. Mm. It's, quite, it's quite good. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Get it, Jack. You'll find it quite good. I already drank mine. Uh, <laughs> so um, I don't know how they would um, intersect their paths, but uh, Professor X, because I went with more of the balance where Professor X would be able to like jump into his brain and be like, Doc, man, calm yourself. Like, and would be able to kind of, you know, bring him back down to earth where Liam Neeson would just be going crazy and doing all the dirty work that, you know, Professor X is like, hey, like, oh, I can't get up. You, you get this. So, yeah. Mm. And both scientists, I, I know that they, uh, you know, they like to talk about science stuff and <laughs> and numbers and stuff. I don't know. And I feel like Beast, Beast would just be boring. Like so, yeah. Professor X is all like, we could live in humanity. And then there's Peyton. I fucking hate the world. <laughs> Take the elephant, Professor. <laughs> but I think that he would also tell him like, hey, change your bandages. Like mm. you're gonna get, you are gonna. I can't get over it. You're gonna get an infection. You're gonna get gangrene. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> All right, I got weird with mine. Ooh. Oh, I love weird. So <clears throat> when uh, Thanos did the snap, it oh. caused a, a rift in the multiverse. And uh, when he snapped, Spoiler that was, alert. That was just, just as Sheev, the Senate Palpatine, was hurtling down the shaft of the oh! Star 2. Whoa. It ends up in 1990s America. Do it. And we get a buddy cop movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> with Chief Palpatine and Darkman. What? Just laying waste, just going to town. <laughs> burned, horribly disfigured. Darkman, burned, wow. horribly disfigured. Yep. Darth yep. Vader, superhuman strength. Darkman, superhuman strength. And they just go it's on a, new a apprentice. rampage. I can just see it. This is when Darkman's going to have the gun pointed at some you know, low life that's maybe innocent, but he can't really answer all the questions. And then there's Palpatine in the car, roll down to the window, do it, yeah. kill him. No, like the president of the United States is, is in the Oval Office and Darkman walks in and he's like, oh, I'm the president. And then you just hear, I'm the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, end of the trailer. I'm watching this movie. And he's probably never heard about Darth Plagueis. Mm-hmm. So... He has someone to talk to about it. I like this. We'd have to do something like uh, Starman or Man Wars. Uh, Jack won. Jack won this uh, this segment for sure. Wow. I like him. I I think that's most entertaining. Your your guys' attempt on my life has left me scarred. (laughs) (laughs) I love democracy. (laughs) My hands. (laughs) I have. Oh, I'm afraid my spinoff will be quite operational <laughs> when your friends arrive. Well, uh, Drew, where uh, where can people find us on the interwebs? Where can people find us? Oh, good lord, they can find us pretty much anywhere. If you guys just Google Real Feels Podcast, you'll find us all over the place on Twitter at Real Feels Pod. You can find us up on Facebook, Instagram, searching for the same name, Real Feels Podcast, or Real Feels Podcast at gmail.com. But coming up, you can join myself on live stream for The Cure, May 17th, with the Epic Film Guys as we try to raise $7,500 for the Cancer Research Center. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. Justin, can you believe it's almost time? Time for what? The 2019 live stream for The Cure. This is our third year hosting this amazing event with every single cent going toward cancer research. The Cancer Research Institute funds research into immunotherapy to create a future immune to all forms of cancer. And this amazing nonprofit organization is rated over 92% by CharityNavigator.org and puts 88 cents of every dollar toward cancer research. Last year, thanks to an amazing team of collaborators, fans, supporters, and listeners, we raised over $5,000 in 30 hours on the air. And this year, with your help, we're going for our biggest goal yet. Tune in May 17th to the 19th on twitch.tv slash Epic Film Guys for 40 hours of amazing content as we try to reach $7,500. For more information or to find out how you can become a part of the event, please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com. Together, we can make a difference. What about Patreon, Drew? (gasps) But... If you don't want to join us for that, you can always find us up on Patreon. Just uh, search for The Real Feels Podcast. Donate. Get on them tiers. Help us decide what movies that we could be reviewing, what genres we could be reviewing. A movie of your choice. Ooh. Ooh. You know, you go uh, you go high enough in our set tiers, you can not only pick the genre, the movie, but you can come on the show and help guest an episode. I like it. Also, there is a new level for Patreon. Uh, it's our most affordable yet. Ooh! So for uh, uh, just a a small fifty dollars a month, uh, you can call me up to twice a week if you are feeling weak or bored, and I will recommend a movie to watch other than Darkman. <laughs> <laughs> 
God. So if Darkman is on your screen and you're like, oh, told myself I wouldn't go back. <laughs> and then part of you is like, take the fucking elephant. Call me. Up to twice a week, yes. I will recommend a movie to watch other than Dark Man. Worth every penny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. What would we? Uh, what would we rate this film though? It's a no brave heart right now with Drew, I and I took it away from him, and I saw it in his <laughs> eyes. <laughs> now you're ready to be Dark Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna make Jack watch Treasure Planet now. <laughs> oh, <sighs> it's either that or Limitless. You take your pick. Oh. <laughs> you know what? You happy you watch Darkman now? <laughs> it's like, Jack, would you like some meth or some fentanyl? <laughs> I don't want either. <laughs> Take the fentanyl. It's a fucking fentanyl. <sighs> so, Nathan, what, what would you rate this movie? <sighs> so, this movie, on the first viewing, I probably would have given it the same amount of uh, reasons that Durant first gave, which was three out of ten. <laughs> However... <laughs> I'm sure there was, you know, a couple more fingers that he was able to get get through without passing out, and so I, I would I would give it a four out of ten. I on the second view, it it gave me much more laughs. I I actually gave a little bit more appreciation. It still was not a film that I think that I will go back to anytime soon. <laughs> but I, but it just it and again it wasn't my nostalgia. It wasn't something that I grew up with. So coming into it as a 33-year-old with technology the way it is, it was very hard for me to get into it the first time uh, yeah. and not put on those goggles of, okay, I'm Drew sitting down, you know, just got done playing uh, Contra or some Battletoads. <laughs> and... Up, up, down, down, left, right, 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 like, yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't love it. It was, it was still a lot of fun. I agree. It's a lot of fun. If I actually, if, if my boxes were properly unpacked, I wouldn't even have to go on to my Amazon Prime subscription. I would just pull out my DVD that I own of it. Ooh. And then I Do all, you own all three. All three. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right I own all three. <laughs> Are they all on one DVD or? Actually, they did sell a, uh, a box set, but no, I own them individually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if I were to give this movie uh, the, the same number of fingers that Durant would be collecting, uh, especially the ones that are presented nicely in his display case, I would have to give it uh, four out of five, four out of five fingers, because it's just it's pure nostalgia for me. I do enjoy it a heck of a lot. I love the makeup that Sam Raimi is putting into uh, not so much the the practical effects when the face is bubbling, even though that's great. But I, I love the skeletal burnt, you know, look of Peyton's face when the masks are actually ripped off and you're seeing Darkman for who he is. And he went for this. Let's just give him some credit for right there. Oh, like, yeah, he swore. I can't have Batman. Fuck it. I'll make my own hard right. for the fence. He, he really did. swung. He was denied for both, and he's like, screw you. I'm going to make my own movie. Danny Elfman's cheap. I'll take him. We'll do this again. <laughs> Let's keep going. Keep he'll it rolling. Jo- he'll join me for Spider-Man, uh, and then slowly walk away. Oh. So my, my rating comes with a caveat, and that is that if they had cast Bruce Campbell, I think this movie would have been like instant cult classic. And it still is considered a cult classic. It, it is. It is. And upon rewatching it a couple of times... I do have some appreciation for it, but I just think that that Liam Neeson is is just very miscast as this superhero. And a lot of things you're really going on a lot of faith on. It it is very campy, but also tries to be very serious. But with that said, I'm going to go uh, say that this movie, much like Skip the Henchman, has barely a leg to stand on. (laughs) I rated three out of ten severed fingers. 
I like how we all went with the fingers. It, it, it just fits. It does. It does. Much like a car inside of a storage container. Two cars. <laughs> two cars. Two different storage Two different. Uh, exploding out. Catapulted out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, May had guns. They were ready. Yeah. This is fun. This, this is, is good. Fun. This I is like... a good superhero episode. Next week, though. Or next. Two, uh, next uh, two weeks from now, we will have our historical biopic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That should be fun. Don't stop to get enough. Come on to the beach <laughs> Anyways, uh, yes, I, I am looking forward <laughs> to it. And until then. Until then. Hey, you're the realist. And the feelist. Take the fucking elephant. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>